Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. Thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate it. This program is all about educating seniors and their caregivers, helping them make informed decisions. And it's a great place to listen and learn. And so many people consider Senior Care Live appointment radio, and I hope you will too. As always, if you have a question, visit online at Senior Care Live, L I V E, SeniorCareLive.com, or you can go old school and give us a call at 1 800 331 6445. All right, we have a great program for you here today. Would like to introduce to you my friend and special guest, Mr. Ben Socek. He is the owner and operator of Home Downsizing Solutions. And Ben, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Good morning, Steve. Thank you for having me back. And uh, as always, uh, hopefully I can provide some great information for the listeners today. Absolutely. You always, always do. And for our listeners, you're going to want to write this down. Uh, Let me me give you the phone number of Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions, and you can call this number at any time, 402-450-0199. That's 402-450-0199. And Ben's uh, home downsizing solutions, and we're going to talk about uh, what his his uh, company offers and and some of the benefits. And we're going to really break all of that down here shortly. But uh, Ben does business in the KC metro area as well as Lincoln and Omaha, Nebraska. Is that is that right, Ben? That is correct. Uh, been in Lincoln and Omaha for literally twenty five years at this point, and uh, have been in the Kansas City area. Uh, buying houses for uh, right at 14 years at this point. 14 years. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, so I just wanted to, to make sure that our listeners understand if they're in the extended KC area, they're like, well, wait a minute, four, four, zero, two, where is that? Okay. Ben is just right up the road, a little bit North of us, but has done business in the Kansas city market for 14 years. And Ben, uh, tell us about, first of all, There's so many questions I have for you here today, but uh, uh, first of all, uh, tell us about the current market situation. I know that probably not any major or dramatic changes, but with the inflation issues, with interest rates rising, uh, it was a super, super hot housing market, and I think it's still probably going pretty strong, and we're in the middle of the summer months. But tell us um, about the market and some changes that are occurring uh, right now. Sure. Uh, 
just looking at the statistics today, and if a person goes to the Kansas City Board of Realtors uh, site, they can see these too. It's, it's open for the public. But um, the latest month that they have uh, statistics for is May, is what's showing on their website. And so we're, we're not seeing the actions of, uh, I think, of what is starting to happen the last 30 or so days. Uh, they're still showing, you know, obviously a very strong market. And in general, of course, it's, it's still a good market compared to uh, some other years. But uh, since we last spoke, of course, the new inflation numbers came out, interest rates have gone up, and uh, long-term mortgage rates are around that uh, 6% number at this, point, at this time. And over the next, I, I would guess, 7 to 10 days, they will come out with the June inflation numbers. And I think everybody expects the Federal Reserve to increase interest rates again. And so I, I think we're going to be seeing some additional pressure on the market that we haven't seen for quite some time. Uh, so I think the next 30 or 60 days is, is going to be interesting as far as the real estate market is concerned. And there hasn't been as much of what I'm going to mention here in the Midwest, but in the hotter markets, I'm starting to see, starting to see statistics of um, the percentage of listings, house listings, that have had a price reduction, uh -oh. which which is <laughs> yeah. uh, you didn't hear about that for several years, right? Or right. For a number of years, and now you're starting to see very hot markets like Boise, Idaho, Phoenix, Arizona, having fifty to sixty percent of their listings have price reductions. And so I think things like that are going to start to filter into our areas as well. Again, we're still in a good market, but if interest rates go, go from 3% like they were a number of months ago, less than six months ago or so, to 6 or 7%, I, I have to believe that there's going to be a change in the market there. Okay, and one thing that caught my attention, you said the super hot markets, and you mentioned Boise, Idaho. Is that really a super hot market? Uh, that has been a very super hot market for the last two years I, because of COVID. Nothing against uh, folks living in Idaho. Uh, that does not have any appeal to me. Maybe it's just me. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just I, I guess I'm a Midwestern uh, uh, guy at heart. So that uh, I don't know. S send me to Texas or Florida or, or someplace. Cal well, no, California is too expensive to live. But, uh, but I, I don't know. Boise, Idaho. I anyway, anyway, I'm, I'll get off of that. But uh, uh, well, that is interesting. Yeah, you, you go from three percent, which is okay. We were really spoiled. I think we can all admit that. Uh, up to six percent, which historically is not horrible, but it's really horrible compared to three that we got used to for a really long time. And all of a sudden, that your same house payment that you kind of had in mind for your budget doesn't buy nearly as much house. Correct. Uh, the the interest rates when you um, when you uh, compile or when you take into account the interest rates plus the appreciation in, in house prices for the last two years. And for a person that, especially if they're a first-time home buyer, uh, what they were looking at spending for a house payment two years ago has really increased uh, if they're looking to buy right now. And uh, again, I, I would think that has to, to play a role in, in changing the market over the next several months uh, or you know six to 12 months at least. 
the home affordability index, which I have really never paid much attention to, but that is um, uh, certainly lower uh, reflecting it's less affordable to buy a home than it was say one, two, three years ago. Uh, so that's another indicator, I would think. Anyway, again, I'm I'm not a, not an expert here, but uh, I I have been in watching market for 25 years, and and have certainly went through the period of 2008, 2009. Oh boy, and so um, that's that's what I those those are the things that I watch. Yeah, absolutely. And so for our listeners, we're going to start to break down the services offered by Ben Socek and Home Downsizing Solutions at 402-450-0199. You can also go online. Ben has an excellent website. It's called Home. And look, you spell it exactly like it sounds. Home Downsizing Solutions.com. Home Downsizing Solutions. Dot com And Ben, tell us uh, about the service that you offer. Absolutely, Steve. Uh, essentially, we do everything that we can to make it very easy and stress and hassle-free to transition from a, a house into senior living. So if a person has been in their house for 20, 30, 40-plus years, and they're looking to get into a smaller home or uh, some type of senior living, we can buy uh, the house and uh, in, in an as-is condition so that the seller doesn't have to do any repairs or updates. We can assist with finding a moving company or move manager for them and uh, do a number of the steps or, or help with a number of the steps that a person has to make to get to their final destination. Well, that is excellent because I... I... I work with so many individuals and so many families in in that situation where there's some timing involved. And so I've been shouting it from the rooftops, from the mountaintops, be proactive, get out ahead of your need to move to a senior care community, if if at all possible. And that that's really getting a lot of traction. Uh, but some, again, we still have some timing issues. So if you're in your house, you need to sell your house and maybe it sells fairly quickly and then, you know, all of a sudden you don't have the funds or you're not quite ready to move into your senior care community. It could be the other way around. Maybe you need the funds from your house to move into a senior care community. That's where Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions can help out because, Ben, you'll buy someone's house as is for cash. Is that right? That's correct. We we buy houses for cash, and we can close on the data choice of a, of a seller. So if they do have those timing issues of uh, kind of the catch-22 of selling a house and moving into a senior community, we can do all that we can to make that very easy for them and uh, very good for their timing uh, purposes as well. No doubt about it. Ben Socek with Home Downsizing Solutions at 402-450-0199. That's 402-450-0199 or online at homedownsizingsolutions.com. And Ben, uh, coming up in the in the next segment, I would love to ask you about your book. You've written a book, Home Downsizing Secrets. And, uh, and, and let me just... 
provide a little bit of a teaser. You can go to homedownsizingsecrets.com to check out the book and order it. But we're going to be back uh, with a whole lot more for Ben coming up next. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. It's best to update your house and have it move in ready when selling your house. Is that statement true or false? The answer coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. Don't forget you can stream the program to any electronic device at SeniorCareLive.com or through the app Odyssey, and that's A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. It's really more of a statement. It's best to update your house and have it move in ready when selling your house. Is that statement true or false? And the answer is... Well, it's neither true or false. In the first time in all of history in Senior Care Live, after all these years, it's neither one. <laughs> Again, I should have I should have offered neither as the third option. Anyway, anyway, we'll do that one better next time if we have something like that. But Ben, uh, tell us why neither true or false is uh, applicable in every case. It really does depend on your situation, doesn't it? It absolutely does, uh, Steve. It really depends on anyone's specific situation. I, I talk to a lot of people that ask if they should update their house before they sell it or not. And if, uh, you know, if, if they're a person that is one, a little handy maybe, or have good connections with contractors and, and like to do those types of things, that may be a good route for them. Uh, again, it, it really depends because I, on the other hand, if a person doesn't know exactly uh, how to do some of those things or how to uh, kind of ramrod those projects. Uh, a lot of people will say, well, if I do this, this, and this, then a potential buyer may not like it, which is absolutely true. Yeah. So it, it really depends on what a person does to improve a house and not over improve a house. So it, that's, that is a big question. And I think a, a lot of the a lot of the potential clients that we speak to on the program Senior Care Live, mom has lived in her house for maybe 20, 30, 40, maybe even 50 years. Uh, we have a lot of updates that really need to be done if you really wanted to make that house retail market ready. And then the other thing that a lot of folks don't think about or maybe take into consideration would be the number of repairs that need to be made. Uh, you know, maybe you've been putting off replacement of a roof or foundation repairs or replacing, you know, the driveway or sidewalks or repainting the home. It just goes on and on and on. That's correct. And um, the other thing that I've heard before a number of times from a seller is, uh, they've, they've spoke to uh, one or more real estate agents and the agents have told them that they need to do, you know, this, this and this, several different things in order to get their house on the market. And what they tell me is, well, if, if I did all those things that the agent wants me to do, uh, I just will stay in the house. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. it kind of defeats I, I, the purpose of them moving at that point. <laughs> and so it, it really is a big question. There's no perfect answer to it. And um, what I tell anybody that I talk to, though, is if you're going to do updates in a house, then you you really should do everything. 
and don't take any shortcuts. Uh, don't do just some of the things, but you really need to do everything so that when a retail buyer walks in that house, they don't have anything to nitpick because that can happen very easy. If, uh, if a potential buyer sees new paint, new floor coverings, a new kitchen, new bathroom, but they don't see new light fixtures or new outlet plates, uh, some of those, what would be perceived as minor things, then the buyer starts asking themselves, okay, did they cut short, uh, did they put shortcuts in there? Did they take the easy way out and not do some of the things that I'm seeing the right way? And so it really is a big question that is very specific to each, each person and each house. Well, I'll tell you what, and, and that's, that's a very good point. I hadn't even thought of that. Either go all the way and do all of it or don't do any of it. And so that, that, that actually makes a lot of sense. When we were going through this with my grandparents' house, it's been quite a while back, but I'll tell you what, I, I, I loved my grandparents' house. It's the only house that I ever could remember uh, them uh, living in since I was, you know, for as far back as I can remember. And we had so many great times in that house. It's just unbelievable. But uh, when, you know, I helped them move from their home to an assisted living community, the house sent vacant uh, for a, a couple of years. And then my grandparents passed away. And then it was time to sell the house. And so, you know, going through all of that and looking at that house at, at Differently, not as the grandchild in this loving and warm home. I was looking at it as a house that needed a dozen things repaired. And I'm like, I, there's no, I'm not dealing with this. I think I'm just going to sell this house as is because, you know, maybe you don't have time to do it. Maybe you don't have the desire to fix the whole thing up. And then the big question is, if you put all this money into the house, you have to find people to do these projects in a timely manner, which is... a a challenge right now. And then the question is, are you going to get that money out of that house or does it make sense, more sense to sell it as is? Correct. That's always a big thing too. Uh, like I mentioned, a person doesn't want to over-improve a house uh, and, and do things that they're not going to get their money back out of. Uh, so all those, again, it's, it's a very big question and uh, very specific to each person's circumstance uh, with, with that. Excellent, excellent. We're speaking today with Mr. Ben Socek, owner-operator of Home Downsizing Solutions at 402-450-0199 or online at homedownsizingsolutions.com. And if you meet with Ben, he'll offer you a free consultation. And then Ben is a very reputable and honest business owner, and he'll tell you, hey, I, I don't think that I'm the best fit for you here. Or he'll say, I think I'm a great fit for you, and here's why. And he'll make you a reasonable offer. So you can trust Ben uh, to be honest and objective and give you a very solid opinion. And, Ben, we only have a couple of minutes left, but tell us about your book, Home Downsizing Secrets. Absolutely, Steve. Uh, Home Downsizing Secrets, again, it's no literary masterpiece is, uh, what, that I will readily admit to people. But I have had a lot of feedback on the book that it does have a lot of good information in a lot of practical uh, information for the realities, uh, what I, I like to use the term, the reality of uh, selling a house and transitioning to senior living. And so I, I think it does have a lot of good information. If a person is considering making that move, uh, what to, you know, from what to do with the stuff that's in the house, uh, where to move to, 
or, or how to make that transition to senior living, the options a person has in selling a house. Um, a, a person may not realize the multiple options that they have with that. The typical challenges of selling a house and um, you know how to work with buyers if they haven't done that before. Uh, not in this market necessarily, but in other markets as far as what if the house doesn't sell? So I think a lot of I think the book has a lot of good practical information and anybody can get it free just by calling me. Okay, so that so the book's free. Correct. Or they can go to Home Downsizing Secrets and get it free there. I just pay shipping and handling, but otherwise they can call me direct as well. Excellent. Ben Socheck, Home Downsizing Solutions at 402-450-0199. You could also, if, if you want to request a free copy of Ben's book, Home Downsizing Secrets, give him a call. You can go online at homedownsizingsecrets.com. And Ben, thanks for being here today. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Steve. Thank you for having me again. And uh, again, hopefully the listeners great have uh, get some great information from this morning's radio show. All right. Thank you. So, uh, they definitely did. Thank you, Ben. And we'll have more coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. And don't forget to check out all of the podcasts of the recent episodes at SeniorCareLive.com and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So I haven't shared my story for a long time. And I thought, you know what? I think that would be good to talk about that right now. So... Uh, way, way back when I was in school, I, I have a lot of people say, well, now, how did you get into this this business? And, you know, how did you start the radio show? And 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 what led you to start your service, uh, senior care consulting? And well, I'll tell you what I was in. I was a I was a college kid and I, I needed a part time job. And so I went to there was a job placement center on campus. And I went in and I said, hey, I'm you know, looking for a part-time job, and, and, and what do you have? Do you have any connections? And they said, well, as a matter of fact, we have a local company. This was over in Topeka a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, we have a local company, and they sell medical equipment and supplies, and they need a delivery driver. And they love hiring uh, college kids from uh, Washburn University to you know just to work in in the afternoons and whenever you get out of school you just show up they're super flexible they're super supportive uh, evenings and weekends off and that got my attention immediately and I'm like oh yeah I, I want to talk to them <laughs> and it's it, no experience required you just you're driving around you're dropping off stuff and and so I went over and this company had been around for a hundred years and it was it was a mainstay over in the Topeka market forever and I interviewed. They hired me on the spot. I guess I, I guess I did okay in that one. They hired me literally on the spot, handed me keys, and said, "Here is your list of uh, of uh, customers, and here's the stuff. And have a good afternoon." I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I started delivering medical equipment and supplies to uh, primarily to elderly individuals living in their house, maybe living in an apartment. Some of them lived in assisted living apartments. And then we also had uh, more of a business-to-business type of delivery. So sometimes I would drop off uh, equipment and supplies to a hospital and maybe sometimes to some nursing homes. So 
and an occasional, actually, usually maybe at least a couple of times a week to the VA Medical Center over in Topeka. So, so I ran all over the place. I learned uh, all of the back roads in Topeka <laughs> and all the shortcuts. But anyway, I'll tell you what, something, it was just a part-time job. I wasn't looking for it. And I certainly wasn't looking for a career, but something happened that was unexpected. And you see, I was really close to my grandparents, and uh, I I loved visiting with them. And my grandma said, "Oh, honey, I'll make you lunch. You just stop by after school, and you know, before going to work." And so, and we went fishing all the time, and we had birthday celebrations there. Well, I was very close to my grandparents. Okay, so with that as a background. I fell in love with serving seniors, and and I was a little bit surprised by that. I I wasn't looking for it, and uh, but it I guess it found me. So it was like visiting with your surrogate grandparents several times per day. So I you know I would come up to the house and I'd have their equipment or their supplies, and they were always happy to see me and. And uh, now back then I weighed about a buck fifty, buck sixty, <laughs> and so the ladies were trying to fatten me up. They'd send me out with cookies and cake and all kinds of stuff, and and on the hot days some iced tea. And the men would you know tell give me fishing tips and all that stuff. And uh, it was just I, I I was just I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I mean I really real I and I was like you know what I just I I'm really surprised. I just, I just love this. And, and and again, I wasn't looking for it. So I have spent almost my entire adult career in the business of senior care in one form or fashion. I've been an administrator of long-term care communities, assisted living communities, memory care communities, et cetera, et cetera. I've been on the business development side and the sales and marketing side, again, of long-term care, assisted living, memory care, et cetera. But I've also, I'm not a one-trick pony. I've also uh, operated you know, small local companies, and I've worked at a very high level with national companies in the area of Home care, private duty nursing and home care. And we had, you know, companion sitters and CNAs all the way up to high-tech RNs, a couple of hours a day, all, all the way up to 24 hours per day. I have operated home health agencies, Medicare-certified home health agencies. I've operated IV therapy companies, medical equipment and supply companies. It goes on and on and on and on. So, again, the vast majority of my career has been in senior care. And so my grandparents were, you know, living independently at home. They were 88 and 89 at this point. My grandpa had dementia, and my grandma watched over him. Uh, at one point, it was time to take the keys away because Grandpa was getting lost and it was just becoming dangerous to drive. And she knew if she said, Carl, give me your keys. You're, you're, you can't drive anymore. Well, what kind of response are you going to get on that one? You're going to get a pushback, right? No, you're, well, you're not taking my keys. And well, I, I'm fine to drive. See, and then you, you have this big fight and this big battle. So my grandma, in her dress and her high heels, walks out to the the truck and opens the hood and disconnects the battery cable, which is absolutely brilliant. I'm like, Grandma, you did what? (laughs) Right? And so my grandpa goes out the next day, 
tries to start the truck, and guess what? Oh, it won't won't start. So he comes in, honey, the truck's broken. We need to get it serviced. She goes, okay, well, why don't you uh, come with me, and I'll drive us today. Because they used to go out every morning to the Village Inn or to McDonald's, and then they would they would have dinner out and all that stuff. So she drove them. And then the next day, guess what? My grandpa had dementia. He forgot about all of that. So he went out to his truck to, and I'm putting up my air quotes, discover the truck was broken. We need to get it fixed. I'll drive us today. This went on and on for two or three months. And then eventually he kind of forgot about his truck. He got used to going with grandma with her driving them to wherever they were going. And once he forgot about the truck, she sold it. And that took care of that. And so uh, that, that worked out just perfectly, perfectly wonderfully. No fights, no, you know, no one was hurt. He didn't wreck his truck or, you know, none of that. So, again, he had dementia. My grandma watched over him. And then one night, unfortunately, my grandma gets up in the middle of the night. She was a little bit wobbly. She falls backwards, hit the back of her head and her neck on the wall on the way down, and she broke her neck, if you can believe that. She was very fortunate. She did not die from that fracture, and she was not paralyzed. It was uh, very, very, very fortunate. But that was a major, major injury. So she goes to the hospital. She goes to the rehab center. And, oh, gosh, she was probably 60, 70 days later. It's pretty clear they're not going to be able to come home. And Grandma said, well, I'm okay with you know moving to you know one of these one of these senior care communities uh, but why don't you hang on to the house because you never know we might be able to come home one of these days and I was, I'm like yeah absolutely we don't know what's going to happen so with that in mind I thought all right I need to find the best place for my grandparents and so remember I have had experienced as, as an administrator of nursing homes, assisted living facilities, et cetera, et cetera. So I knew, okay, I'm not going to fall for the closest one. I'm not going to fall for the prettiest one. And I'm not going to to be involved in any high-pressure you know, sales tactics. Not going to have any of that. Right. My attitude was, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to check out some of the places that I feel would be potentially a good fit. But I have a lot of questions for them. And so my attitude was, you know, I was there not to hear a two hour sales presentation. And it's nothing against these folks. They're just trying to do their job. But that that wasn't what I wanted to do. I was there to actually interview them and gather information about them to determine whether, in my opinion, they were a good fit for my grandparents. And that's just how I thought I should do that. And so I did go out. I did interview uh, the top three or four places, and I chose ultimately chose the place that I felt was the, the best fit for my grandparents. And then we got them moved into there. Uh, as it turns out, they were not able to return back to their their home. Uh, they were, but they did live the last two years of their lives in an assisted living community. They received great care, and uh, and they received the care that they needed, and and it all worked out just fine. It, it worked out just fine. So, 
So going through all of that, it just changes you as a person. And I thought, you know, I did a lot of, I spent a lot of effort and time and energy going through this for my own grandparents. And and I know what I'm doing. And so what are other people doing going through this whole search and selection process? It can be overwhelming to say the least. And they they don't have the benefit of that background of senior care like, like I had. They must be making choices that they regret uh, they're guessing they're they're scared to they're just scared to pieces hoping that they get it right and so i thought wouldn't that be a great service to offer other families help other families in the same way i helped my grandparents and that's how Senior Care Consulting started many many years ago i'm going to continue that thought continue that story coming up next Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, go to SeniorCareLive.com. All right. So, again, it was through the experience of working with my grandparents and helping them with their transition from their home to a senior care community. They needed an assisted living community at that time. That's what they needed. And it worked out really, really well. And then I decided, uh, frankly, through a lot of prayer and a lot of consideration, uh, some of my corporate uh, jobs that I had as a VP of this and that and blah, 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 these things were not working out. I kept, uh, I'll tell you what, I kept being on the wrong side of these mergers, <laughs> right? So I'm just like, what in the heck? So the the company sold. I'm kind of the outgoing. I'm not. I'm not one time was I the incoming, <laughs> where where I I would survive one of these one of these mergers. And I I've been downsized and right sized. And I'm like, you know what? I need to be doing my own thing. Uh, what would that look like? And so uh, with with the timing, you know, sometimes you you have these forks in the road in your life. And you make these critical decisions. And uh, this, frankly, was, I think, one of the best decisions I've ever made, again, to help other families very specifically through that search and selection process when moving from home to a senior care community in the same way that I helped my own grandparents. And so here's how the process works. So if, if this has caught your attention and you're like, you know, wait a minute. You know, this sounds like something that we could use, or I know someone at my church or my place of employment or my neighbor who might be interested in this. Let me share with you exactly how it works. It's very transparent. It's very straightforward. So I had to, when I first started this, I thought, okay, I just jumped in and I just did it for my grandparents. So how do I back up and then create a duplicatable, replicatable process that I can apply to each client with senior care consulting, because guess what? Everyone's situation is different. Everyone has a unique situation. They're not all the same. There may be some similarities, of course, but your story is your story. Your needs and your family, they're all it's all unique. So the first step is to conduct a geriatric care assessment. And this is a proprietary geriatric care assessment. We have a six-page worksheet. And what that means is we go through with our clients and we have a nice discussion and it helps us determine some key, key variables. So number one, we need to understand and determine what level of care 
we need. And I've talked about this stuff many times on the program. You can do it yourself, but this is something that, that we offer through the through the services at Senior Care Consulting. So what level of care do you need? And that would be long-term care, assisted living, residential care, home plus. It'd be skilled, skilled nursing and rehab. Uh, it, it, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. So the level of care is critical. I tie the level of care to licensure. So each one of these providers has a license through the state that they work in. And then the licensure says exactly what you cannot and can do and tells you exactly how to do it, right? So so the level of care and then the type of care. Do you need general care? Do you need memory care, mental health care, hospice care? Again, skilled nursing and rehab. And, and so, so the level of care and the type of care and then the payment method, we always have a very good discussion on that because guess what? All this stuff's pretty expensive. And it doesn't matter how much you have in assets or how much you make in an income, this stuff is expensive, period. You just you can't candy coat that. You can't can't work around it. So how are we going to pay for this? Medicare, Medicaid, private pay, long-term care insurance, VA aid and attendance program. So there are lots of ways to look at this as far as payment-wise. Location, we all want to be close. So what are the location parameters? And so how? And another way to ask that question, how far are you willing to drive to find the best care for your loved one? Well, Steve, I can only go two blocks away from my house. Okay, well, that's going to be tough. <laughs> but usually what I hear is, uh, you know, on the Missouri side, it's, it's like talking to Norm Stewart, the, uh, the, the former retired Missouri Tigers basketball coach. Anywhere but Kansas. Not one penny of my money won't be spent in Kansas, right? And he was dead serious about that, by the way. So I've I've visited with folks in Missouri. It has to be in Missouri. I've talked to folks in Kansas. Anywhere but Missouri. And I'm like, all right, you guys are killing me. And then we have a third, we have a third kind of sector or region in our area, and it's north of the river. Steve, anywhere but south of the river. And so and then I have some people say, I don't care. I just want the best care, <laughs> right? Your legal plan may dictate location. It may it, You may have to be in the state of Kansas or you may have to be in the state of Missouri. So uh, sometimes it could get a little more complicated, but, you know, how far are you willing to drive? Uh, where do you prefer to live at Johnson County or Jackson County? Or uh, you get the idea. And then any personal preferences and needs. And that's something very, very specific to your situation. And then so once we have that that care assessment, which I call a care profile, once that's ready to go, then we research the entire marketplace and we determine the list of our top providers that check all the boxes and meet your needs perfectly on paper. All right. Then the next step is we actually go out to these places and we tour. We take a tour with you. And while we're there, remember, this is what I did with my own grandparents. While we're there, we're going to take a good look. We're going to see everything that we need to see. We're going to meet some nice people. And then we're going to ask a lot of questions. Right. So I I asked eight or nine questions when I looked for my grandparents. Now I conduct a 97 point inspection and performance audit. What that means is I just ask a lot of questions that, frankly, most people would never know to ask. Or they may feel uncomfortable asking. And so uh, th- this, this is just a lot of excellent information uh, about the top 
uh, three places meeting your exact needs as directed by that care profile or as defined by that care profile. So we're in and out of each place in about an hour. The whole process just takes you know, four or five hours and you're done. We're usually wrapped up by 12.30, 1 o'clock that day. And then when we're finished, then I produce a summary report and it has every question asked, every piece of information discovered. I calculate exact staffing ratios. I report to you what the state found in its most recent surprise health inspection. And now you are in a phenom- the best position you can possibly be with a wealth of data-driven objective information on the top three places, again, meeting your exact needs as directed by that care profile. And now you can make a choice with confidence. You can move forward and say, this is our best option right here. We're so glad we didn't throw a dart. We're so glad we didn't call one of these ridiculous free referral services. We're so glad that we didn't listen uh, to you know the opinion of a neighbor, uh, because now I don't agree with that opinion. We did our own homework. We took matters into our own hand, and we did our very best. We did our homework, and we're choosing with confidence. And I think that's short of just trying a place out and moving to four or five different places, trying to figure it out, and then, and then okay, I think no, choice number three, and you move back. To, and I don't know of anyone in their right mind who would want to do that, <laughs> right? So short of that, this is the best that you could possibly do, unbiased objective assistance. I like to refer to senior care consulting as a placement service with integrity. It's a phenomenal service. We've helped thousands and thousands of people over almost 20 years here in the Kansas City marketplace. The phone number is 913-945-2800. You could also visit online at seniorcareconsulting.com. All right, I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. Join me next week right here on Senior Care Live. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.